Hey, welcome back to the MindShift Podcast. This is a special episode of MindShift Monday for those of you who are entrepreneurs who sell to customers, who serve customers or clients, however you look at it. And if you're an entrepreneur, of course, you must serve clients. But what I want to talk about in this episode very shortly, I just finished a client meeting of ours with our agency and something dawned on me that I've been saying for a while. And, and it's interesting that when we think about good fit clients for our business, I want to talk to you about if you have clients or customers that cause friction in your operation, they cause friction for your team members. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you serve them because you feel like you have to, but they don't respect you, or they always try to step outside the boundaries of your process, then I want to share with you a way to think about it. I'm reflecting on a conversation of about 18 to 20 years ago, and I was just reminded of it. I'm always reminded of it, but it just hit me moments ago. Here's what I told the client that I just got done speaking with. First of all, they're coming to my city. They don't live in the area where I live. And they said they were going to be in town uh, as husband and wife and working together for three years at our agency. And they are absolutely a delight to work with. We have great camaraderie. We have great collaboration uh, throughout their entire organization. Sometimes you work with a company and you have that with a couple people in the company or maybe with your primary contact. But I mean, top to bottom, from the founders to the team members to the support staff, both companies, ours and theirs, we just have a great collaboration. And so it was interesting when I found out they were coming to town, I said, listen, can we get together for dinner? And they said, well, our schedule is going to be a little crazy, but I'll let you know if we're available. And she says, well, I just appreciate you even thinking about uh, getting together with us for dinner. And I said, yeah, of course. And I said, I wish I could clone you about 22 times so that I don't have to worry about my growth goal this year. And what I meant by that is it's the type of relationship, the type of client collaboration that is as close to ideal as it gets. Why do I bring this up? Well, many of us out here as entrepreneurs and we're growing our business and we're going after customers, we set our growth goals, but sometimes we don't set a goal for the type of customer we want. Now, this is not the conversation about buyer persona or ideal customer avatar. I want to walk you through an exercise that I hope you get some value out of today and I'll let you get on with your day. And I remember working this conversation about 18 years ago. And the way the conversation went was I was asked to look back on the prior 12 months of customers that we'd brought into the company at that time that we'd served. This was not the digital agency. This was back when I had the mortgage company. And so we pulled the roster of all of the loans that we closed that year. And we looked at the whatever the total number of customers it was. Maybe it was, who knows, 100 customers, let's just say. And the exercise was, it said, identify the top five high value by sales dollar customers that you served that year, and then identify the bottom five customers that you served that year. Don't get ahead of me. You might be thinking that we're saying we're only going to sell to the people that make us the most money. That's not the exercise. It was the third part that got me, and that was what stuck with me. Then they said, through all of the customers, identify the five customers you enjoyed working with the most. This is the exercise. So you can do the one with the top five of revenue, 
do the one with the bottom five of revenue. Those were just sort of earmarks to put on the paper. The one that mattered was identify the top five by way of enjoyment in working with them. And then here's the punchline, and here's what I want you to do. Again, of course, if you ever have customers that you don't like working with or you find it collaborative challenges and things are disrespectful and they're forcing you against your process, they're always trying to creep on the scope of the project, they're always trying to step out of bounds, they don't follow your systems. Because listen, as far as I'm concerned, it's your business and you should have rules and boundaries in your business. But here's the way it worked. Name those top five, list those top five that you enjoyed working with the most. And then here was how the exercise went. It's just a beautiful exercise. What was it about the working relationship? What was it about the process of working with those five clients that you enjoyed the most? My memory says we did five, like pick five things. And what you find is you're getting away from the buyer persona, the title, the job, the age, the income, the industry, and all of those things. And you're getting into the character. You're getting into the level of responsibility and responsiveness and level of communication that you find that matters the most to the ease of your process in delivering the service that you really want to provide. Okay, so top five in how the ones that made you feel the best were the most pleasurable to work with, and then make a list of the attributes, make a list of the attributes, the characteristics, were they nice to get along with? When you asked them to do something, they got it to you the next day versus having to explain it three, four, five times and chase them down. Were they on time for meetings? Did they respect your time? Did they ask insightful questions versus try to compare you to someone who wasn't your competitor? You want to identify what it was that was enjoyable about working with those customers and then go back and say, of my top five and bottom five, top five income, bottom five income, did those characteristics show up there or did they show up top five or bottom five? Ultimately, no matter what a customer pays you, no matter what product they buy, no matter what level they come into your business, I've always believed that everyone gets treated the same way. I remember when I worked in the mortgage industry and I worked with first-time home buyers who at that time were buying $85,000 properties to maybe $150,000 properties all the way to at that time, this is 20-something years ago, one of my first doctor clients, one of my big ticket clients back then, which at that time, $1.5, $1.6 million house was a very pricey deal here in Las Vegas at the time. Everybody got treated the same way. Now, what was interesting to me was the thing that I noticed between both of them, no matter what the price range was, was I was attracting the type of character of customer. And maybe that showed up in the way I showed up, but ultimately the goal is for us to grow our businesses with companies and businesses and buyers and clients who are actually enjoyable to work with and serve. So what I said to her was, if I could duplicate you and your husband, which they're the founders of the company, they're the executive directors, If I could duplicate you 22 times, which for our agency, the type of customer we're looking for in this one category is 22. Don't ask me how we landed on 22. (laughs) I said, I wish I could duplicate you and it'll it'll make my life easy the rest of this year. And so it made me think to leave you this, uh, this show today and share that with you because I was like, huh, it was just a reminder of the exercise. Identify the characteristics of the clients that you enjoy working with the most, irrespective of how much they pay you. Then and then you'll begin to attract those kind and you'll be able to then know when to shut the door 
on those that are not fitting those ideal characteristics. Doesn't mean they're bad people. Doesn't mean their money doesn't work the same way. But if you're building a business that's scalable, that's simple, that's easy to run, and you don't have to cause yourself stress, these are some guardrails you can put up about your customer acquisition and the type of customers you want to work with. I'm Daryl Evans. I'm the host of the Maestro Podcast. I hope you got something out of that. If you did, and if you enjoyed it, and if you know someone who has some difficult clients, maybe you want to pass this episode along. Uh, we certainly invite you to hit subscribe, hit follow, and uh, engage with us anywhere you want on social. I'm at Mr. Daryl Evans. I'll see you in another episode of the Maestro Podcast. Take care.